1: Unexplained urgency? If so, you may be part of the remnant being called into the wilderness. Welcome to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you, of course, from uh, deep inside the castle. And I'm glad you're here today. It's, uh January the 12th. Time flies. Halfway through the month, nearly. Woo. Make some announcements. If you go to thewatermanfiles.com, In the right-hand column, the newest thing that you will find is a radio player, not for the Waterman Files, but for Sputnik Radio. That's an English broadcast of Russian news. And I think it's apropos for the days we live in to get some kind of reality out of our news. As we're not getting it from where we are. And we're going to be talking about Russia today. We're going to be talking about the war in Russia. You know, we've been talking uh, quite a bit about, you know, Ukraine and all that. So I think it's time we kind of dig in, get some meat on the sticks we've been talking about called uh, Preparation for War. So this week, is the focus is the predictions and the possibilities of maybe the last war the world will ever have, world war, that we know of, potentially, involved in. We could go into, of course, the post-millennial war, but that isn't going to last very long. Is going to be the wipe, it's just not going to last very long. So I don't even call that kind of the war because it's kind of out of our hands completely. It'll be stopped the minute it started. But anyway, we have some rough times ahead as a remnant, people. That's why I played the intro the way I did today. We have a lot of things, and we're going to talk about what those things are, and we're going to talk about why those things are, and this week we're going to be talking about predictions. Friday we're going to have a very important update on something called the WebBot Report. I'll explain all about the WebBot Report. It's being used in intelligence circles on supercomputers to predict the outcomes for many reasons. It's an interesting development in... uh, the webbot report here of late we'll have that Friday, hopefully, Rusty will be ready for us with that report. It's a very interesting way to predict and to assess the future figure out what might be coming but we're today we're going to use the Bible. Well, let's talk about why in the world they would want to uh we would want to be in a war well. Yeah, of course, let's, let's talk about Putin. We've been talking about Russia. You know, as we had already been talking, the government of Russia doesn't allow their central bank to give loans to develop and to expand. So if you're General Motors, you won't get any money. You won't get a bailout from the banks. We're the people. The currency in Russia... The currency is mainly for – the currency in Russia is for business to execute. And there really isn't a plan for the ruble to be expanding the businesses. One of the reasons – one of the reasons – is because you know there's a there's a passage in scripture we're going to read that today about you know borrowing money and guess what you become a slave. A lot of people think well you know the lender becomes a slave. Well if you can get a place that lent to lend you money and you're the only one and you've got them all over the hole and you're the only one you have a lot you've borrowed. Well yeah you can get. You can get pretty demanding. If they want their money back at all, they better do it your way. But <laughs> well, the problem is, is they've got too much fake money to lend to several people. Nobody can get unified to threaten the lender. And of course, we shouldn't be borrowing anything on interest anyway. And we do. The, I mean, the country does. But in the meantime, aren't there several other things that, as we look at Russia, they're upset about? So uh, we're going to talk about those today, and I'm going to welcome all the guests in the call and all those that uh, are members in the the chat room. By the way, just to mention, we also, I want you to continue to, Take a look at something called Blur, B-L-U-R. You can go to my website. There's a link to it. They have some awesome um, privacy tools. Of course, we've been talking about Unseen also. Um, Unseen's free, so, hey, it's better than Skype. I mean, you can make phone calls on it, just like Skype. And they're encrypted. The servers are in Iceland. Um they have chat. They have email. They have uh, voice and video. If you want to do camera stuff, Unseen.is, both blur and unseen have links on the Waterman files. You can go there. Appreciate it if you do actually upgrade in uh, blur or unseen that you do at the Waterman files. It supports us. We we get these tools. We test them out. Sometimes we regret. We throw them in the trash. <laughs> And we move on. The reason why we get these tools and try these tools is for you, the remnant, the ground crew, and I'm included in that. For us to have tools, to keep them at arm's length is (laughs) as far as long as possible. But today we're going to be talking about the potential for a world war. And the focus for today will be Russia and the fact that we have just within the last few days passed some bills that are going to cause us to go to war with Russia now this in the meantime while all this stuff is going on you get all the propaganda about France you know that wonderful communist country it's not a it's <laughs> not anything but a socialist country folks and, of course, everybody's all upset. In fact, even Netanyahu went there to talk to him. And, of course, they're blowing up the the Jew abuse like, oh, my gosh, one or two or three. or What if a hundred of them gets killed? Well, that must be horrid. That's absolutely horrid. Of course, we can, for the central banks, which are Jewish-owned, we can send thousands and thousands into the wars. And die all day long as long as they're—it's not a Holocaust as long as they're not Jews, right? So what do we what what do we expect for crying out loud? They're Edomites. <laughs> they're 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 not even human. That's see those that are not believers will talk like David Icke. They've got the picture. They know the reptiles. So they use a different language because they're not believers. They really don't really know how to grasp on to the real meat of the issue, mainly because he doesn't know who he is. So today, with those kind of perspectives and that kind of understanding, we are going to be looking at what's coming up. And I believe that what we see the stirrings of in the Ukraine, not necessarily the Mideast, but in the Ukraine, the Ukraine is a probably the fuse for World War III if it's not already started. Oh, here you go. I'm get, ooh, that looks good. It's raining here today. It's cool. It's drizzly. It makes the old joints ache. And uh, I just got some hot Joe. I hope you've got something that you can kind of sit back and and, uh, enjoy. And I know a lot of people, we've got somebody, Jules, uh, is in Houston. He's saying that uh, he's got a chance to listen today, but not for the good reason that you might think. He had to be homesick. So, hey, Jules, there's a lot of sick people right now. There are uh, over 600 people dead from the flu In Florida. Now, where's the news on that? I could start chasing rabbits. i got to kind of pull myself back. So let me get back to it here. But I'm glad you're here and listening, Jules. Thanks for coming. There are several other listeners. And uh, I really appreciate you spending time and telling others about the Waterman Files. I would do it for, um, you know, a small group. Big group, little group, doesn't make any difference. Um, I just hope that uh, we understand that we're just part of the ground crew and we're just doing the part we are supposed to do, which is my part now happens to be on the radio. At one time, I was in the field and much more active, and, uh, and that's some of the reasons why I got plastered all over nightline television in a pejorative way. And uh, it was uh, quite a quite a battle against the beast back then. And I've had engagements over and over. Today now, my job is here. I've got the scars. Um, somebody said the scars are in the shape of an eagle. Uh, I used to be called Commander. So... I can go into that another day. In fact, I've got a little audio book we're going to be doing over the air, and so you'll have that look to for uh, that to look forward to, hopefully. But while they're trying to smear you in the media with all this information about France, and of course all the um, takeover, the literal oh man, I guess you could call it uh, uh, martial law. They're marching around like military, you know, all over the place there. And, of course, oh, my gosh, some Jews died. (laughs) We probably had this, they probably had this all ready to go, worked up and signed, sealed, and delivered because the press was right on it. And I don't watch press, but when press reaches me, you know, like if I walk into a business and there's a TV on or if I go through somewhere and get some gas and they've got the TVs on, when I see this kind of news then and it's reaching me, I know it must be blitzing the brain dead, you know. So while this is going on, we have a lot of things in the background that are occurring that are going to create World War 3 and it's right around the corner in fact I'm going to read you some information that is saying it's this year uh, I'm not sure that it will be this year myself I'm more inclined to say 2017 but he, hey what's two years you know the inevitable's coming there is a war so we're going to be focusing on the predictions and before uh, today then before uh, we get to the WebBot report, which will be coming Friday, we're going to go over stuff predicting it uh, and why it might be coming. One of the reasons, like I was saying earlier, that this would probably happen is because we have a man over in Russia by the name of Putin who is not very cooperative with the new world order. A lot of people get upset with him saying, oh, your bank's still a... Um, you know, uh, a fiat central bank run by the Rockefellers. Well, it is. That's true. He hasn't managed to get them removed. Now, he did get the Jewish oligarchs that were in control of some of the resources, like oil and gas, out of the way. And But then they come back. These parasites come back in power. The minute these resources leave Russia... It goes back in the hands of the parasitic Edomite oligarchs, the reptiles. Joe Biden's son, our vice president's son, is in charge of the gas in the Ukraine. The gas company, the control of the gas is under the control of the vice president's son. Can you say corruption? I mean, when you see Joe Biden, I think of the classic mafia figure. Now, you know, we've been misled. Most mafia figures are Jewish, not Italian. <laughs> Italian. But he looks like the classic New Jersey mafia thug. That's what Biden looks like. Slick-back hair. And, of course, he admits... He's proud to be a Zionist. And so his son, well-taught in the ways of the family business, is in Ukraine. Like Ukraine can't even find a person to run a business. Well, so they've imported about five, all except for Poroshenko, who was elected. He's a, of course, billionaire. And here is Poroshenko over in the Ukraine, and he has now camaraderied in five other Jewish oligarchs to run the country. And then, in the meantime, of course, the Department of State has placed Joe Biden, Vice President Joe Biden's son, in control of the gas in the Ukraine. What are we seeing set up here? Folks, this is the fuse that's going to set off the bomb. And boy, is this going to be bad. Some of the reasons they can't stand Putin is for the same reasons that they couldn't stand Christ. They He's, he's gotten laws passed against homosexuality. Ooh, they just can't stand stand that. They just can't stand it. Here's some more. <laughs> One of the biggest companies in the United States that's perverting God's ways, our father would have a hissy fit with us if we did this, and oops, golly, we are. It's called Monsanto GMO. That's why our food business We're so happy to have a food business, and by the way, we have, believe it or not, here we are 12 days into January, and we haven't made one sale in food. Well, not one. Yeah, we're just like anybody else. We have our good times. We have our really bad times, and it seems like this is our really bad time month, but do we have things I wouldn't sell? Of course we have things. For example, but we have that I know of never sold any of, and we tell people don't get it. You know the soy-based uh, vegetable protein. You know that they they sell. Well, I think the soybean, of course, you can't avoid it, but be genetically modified, and of course they make it in to other kinds of meal replacement for meats. Well, (laughs) uh, just get your meat. Forget about it. Well, anyway, Putin um, has signed a GMO labeling law (laughs) this month. Russia's President Vladimir Putin has signed the Russian Federation Code of Administrative Offenses into law, including a new article which establishes liability for the violation of mandatory requirements for the labeling of food products that contain GMO. Now, it was passed, I should say, I say it was passed uh, this month. He just signed it, but the bill was uh, done the last day of of, uh, December. Now, it was first submitted by the Federal Service for the Supervision of Consumer Protection and Welfare. Golly, you mean there is a country that actually has the welfare of their people at the top of the list. Can you believe can you well, you and I know we've been oh, we're going to get into that today, but we've lost it, and uh, Putin and their people. Over there, they're trying to hang on. So it was, uh, the bill now, by the way, is one that, like we should have, where it imposes fines even for vague or unclear labeling on food products containing GMO ingredients, even the ingredients, even if it's the additive. It can't be GMO unless it says it on the label. And there's some pretty hefty fines going to be passed around on the businesses for this. It says here, as stated by President Putin in 2014, Russia must protect its citizens from overconsumption of products containing genetically modified organisms. The Prime Minister of Russia, Dmitry Medvedev, followed this statement with a declaration of his own, saying that Russia has no intentions to import GMOs, even though there are still large um, quantities of GMOs being imported. Folks, he plans on dumping (laughs) Monsanto. (laughs) So, you know, not only has he picked on their banking system, because their upper house, they have a Senate and a lower house, they pass laws saying, oops, our banks are now throttled, They can't do any loans to expand our business because, guess what? The borrower is a slave to the lender, right? Well, it's not like you can't go to Russia with U.S. dollars and go to the street and buy stuff in a store. It's kind of like going to Europe with euros, even though you're in, say, Germany. You can buy stuff with a euro. Or you can use the Germans' native money, you know, their mark or you can use the berlin uh i think they call it the berliner buck it's a community script in berlin it's huge it's gone it's gone viral as we would say today and so here we've got putin Oh, they might. I can't. You just uh, can't. You just see them now. Oh boy, this is just one more nail we're gonna put in his coffin. And Monsanto's leading the way. So that's what's up, right? But in the meantime, to make things a little bit more difficult for this thing called the criminal syndicate, the satanic-run Illuminati banking Edomite. Jews, <laughs> the Interpol has issued red notices for former Ukrainian
0: leaders. Hmm. Can you believe that? Interpol isn't always good
1: guys, folks. I said that so that you would kind of be confused. But you see, Interpol is going to go after this guy that was the former president. They kick him out of the country, then they're going to turn around and send Interpol after him. Oh, oh, man. Well, not just him. It's also going to be the former Prime Minister, which is another guy called Nikolay Azarov, and the former Finance Minister, Yuri Kabalov, and George Deskin. I don't know how to say these names. I'm probably butchering them. And the former governing board of chairman of a, a utility company. <laughs> and... Another person that ran the criminal police organization. (laughs) So they're going to go after him like criminals. I mean, okay, so folks, if you're going to go after them, uh, I've got some people that need to go on the list first. We're going to start, well, we could start with the current president. We could go with Newland. Uh how many of our politicians could we put on the list that have been doing things first and longer and worse? So where is this guy? Where are these people? Well they took off for Russia. Of course the Russian prosecutor general's office gets a request from Ukraine to extradite the people like Give me a break. Susan says I say that a lot. <laughs> so why are we headed for war? We're headed for war because we are creating our own enemies. That's why we're headed to war, and this is why. While we've been seeing all the drama of a... Well, you would have thought half the Jews would have gotten murdered by the way they're acting, right? Right? The House, in America, the House of Representatives has passed Resolution 758. I can't put in any better terms than Lou Rockwell how to talk about it. Let me read what he has. The U.S. government is a bastion of reckless behavior, constantly and continually, The extent of damage inflicted upon the American people by U.S. governments is huge. Now, you notice by U.S. governments. And this damage is huge and incalculable. The latest addition to its record of recklessness is H.R. 758. By the way, that's not a HB. It's not a House builds House resolution. That's a ju- different du- jurisdiction someday we'll talk about. But this resolution passed in the House by 95% of the House voting yes. <laughs> 13 didn't vote. 10 voted against it. The text of H.R. 758 passed by the House of Representatives December f- 2014. Um We have access to the whole thing, which I think I'm going to put up. This is an important enough issue, because I think this is the kind of thing that you see prior to war. If you've ever looked at old, old newspapers of World War II, all kinds of stuff in the 20s and stuff, you will see this kind of narrative over and over and over. And folks, doesn't history repeat itself? How many times, Israelites, have we gotten in trouble? How many times have we been hauled off by some country because we weren't doing what we were supposed to? How many times have we let them lend money to us when we weren't supposed to let them? We're going to talk some more about that today. But here's what H.R. says. Some of the quotes right straight from H.R. 758 is this. H.R. Or it says H Res. 758. Strongly condemning the actions of Russian Federation, the Russian Federation, under President Vladimir Putin, which has carried out a policy of aggression against neighboring countries aimed at political and economic domination. First of all, They have no clue what Putin's intention is. He's not said anything. This is presumed and it's presumptuous. Every time they pass a bill, they presume, well, they presume to know what to do, don't they? They think they know what they're doing. They do well, they do a good job. They follow orders of the Nephilim, right? H.R. 758 condemns Russia unjustly, unilaterally, and without justification, without evidence, while ignoring Russia's actual intentions and, and actions. Did what? Did what? It stops. H.R. 758 makes false. Now these are all, uh, this, the, well, let me read his comment. This bill makes false charges against Russia, false accusations, obscure about obscure facts and realities. This can only lead lead to harmful decisions, and based on national policies on basing national policies on fiction, can only cause problems and hurt America. This bill gains nothing for Americans by fabricating false charges against Russia, and I'd have to say Putin, too. And to the contrary, there is much to be lost by placing America on some kind of collision course with Russia. There is much to be lost for Americans, Russians, and everybody else of the world by isolating Russia. This bill makes various calls for action. And here's a quote from one of it. With goals of compelling it, Russia, compelling it to do what? Well, it says here the acts they're going to try and uh, compel is banning visas, targeting assets, sectoral sanctions, and other measures on the Federation and its leadership, and of late, of course, they have decided to not cooperate with payments <laughs> to the gas company because, well, we're not going to pay you. That's one, of the, that's one of the sanctions. They're going to they're gonna say that lately, even though Russia sold them gas and, so to speak, they came, they ate, they had dinner, now they're getting up from the table and they're saying, we're not going to pay you. By the billions,
0: the Ukraine doesn't have to pay. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. We had <clears throat> had some stuff in the back it says
1: it makes demands of Russia unrealistic demands and uh, we don't even do that for ourselves here's the scary
0: part though it calls for military actions folks it's calling for war on Russia
1: if and guess what If, if they don't comply with financial things, hey, we're going to tell you how to lend, who to sell to, who not to sell to, how to do business, and if you don't, we're going to go to war with you. That's what they've said. Now, where is the camouflage? Where is the distraction? Hello, France. Hello, France. Hello, France. France. In the meantime, over here they're going, we're going to war, we're going to war, we're going to war. The drumbeat has started for war with Russia. Russia thinks, Russia thinks, <clears throat> they're going to hit them this year, in the first four months of this year. Actually, last late last September they said, within six months they're going to hit us. And I think they probably would have, but things just didn't go quite as scheduled to take out Russia. So in the meantime, all this stuff pops up, and, and then Yahoo is saying, come home to Israel for, from terrible European anti-Semitism in France. Come home, come home. Yeah, come home and run some more Palestinians out. Or, oh, better yet, why don't you go to, guess where, Kazaria 2.0. And guess what? We'll pay your way. Did you know they're going to pay for the Jews to move to the Ukraine from France? Guess who's paying the bill? The United States. Then, who has invited Jews from France and the rest of Europe to immigrate to the state of Israel. <clears throat> By the way, there's no room. There, there's no place for them to go. So guess what? Yes, they're going to the Ukraine. Here's what he said. To all the Jews of France, all the Jews of Europe, <laughs> I would like to say that Israel is not just a place in whose direction you pray. The state of Israel is your home. People, the Jews have no home because this is not their planet. Sorry, it's just the facts. And he says, Ninja have called on lawmakers, it says here in an article on RT, uh, to alter an existing immigration law to make it easier for Jews to permanently move. But See, there's laws on the books that just got passed both in Israel and in the Ukraine that any Jew that wants to go to Ukraine can, and they'll pay their way. This week, a special team of ministers, here's a quote, will convene to advance steps to increase immigration from France. Well, la-dee-da. You know what? If they had to pay for it, they wouldn't move but they want it paid for them, and that's what they're going to have them do. Don't be surprised, people. This is how they behave. This is, hey, just print out a little bit more out of that Federal Reserve Bank over there. Hey, they've got the, the biggest money laundering bank in the world is in Israel. The only reason they can't get away with more money laundering is some of them over there start whining they're not involved in the corruption. That's true. They have this fiber optic cable I know about that goes under the water in the Med Mediterranean to Israel called Global Crossing, that goes into the banks of Europe. Here's what Elsie he says. All Jews who want to immigrate to Israel will be welcomed here warmly with open hands. It will help you in your absorption here in our state that is also your state. Yeah, that means if you so choose, you can go to the Ukraine because they said it. (laughs) We express our deep sorrow for all of our
0: Jewish brothers who were murdered simply because they were Jews. Well, fine. You know what?
1: Let's uh, let's uh, make this offer to the Jews in the U.S. too. I bet we could get
0: a one-way ticket for almost all of them. What do you think? <laughs> Folks, why do they-
1: why do they act the way they do? because they can't help it It's like they say we've got to remember that you know when you talk about a demon or an fallen angel, you can't expect them to behave because they've chosen not to, and so the father took from them the recourse to ever be redeemed, and he gave them a reprobate mind, meaning they cannot come back from it. They've passed the point of no return, and there will not be any changing of the mind. Now, this comes from being genetically predisposed to your daddy's ways, by the way, which happens to be fallen angels, right? Right? But they do what they're supposed to do. There's nothing we can do to keep them from doing that.
0: And who cares? If they're here, they're here. The reason
1: why they're here is because of Israel letting them in. Not Israelis from Israel over there, but because Israelites let them come in particularly starting through Ellis Island in the early 1900s and the wave the red wave that one that George Washington said was going to destroy us and we would eventually be in the streets in hand to hand combat from the third vision
0: that was them So here's the deal. What we need to do is know what time it is and what's coming up.
1: And so that's what this week's broadcast is all about. We know that Putin is creating an environment that's an environment we should be creating. This nation should be so upsetting the system that they want to do to Putin to us what they want to do to Putin but we aren't because they're still doing their stuff mainly they're still loaning their money out and they're still doing
0: their Monsanto stuff and how much more time do I need to say I don't know
1: how many networks I'm on or have been on uh, uh, ten something like that, and uh, for years and years and years and years and years, uh, we knew that there was going to be a day when America was going to go down the tubes. Why? Because it's in the book. It's in the book. History tells us it's in the books and it's in the cards. The Bible tells it tells us it's in the cards. Doesn't history repeat itself? Here's one of the reasons history repeats itself for Israelites, for the remnant, and here's why. If you disobey and you fall away, certain things are going to happen. Okay? If that happens, those bad things that happen can happen over and over and over. So, for example, if you let a foreigner lend you money... He will make you a slave. If you ever get out of that situation and you're free only to go back to getting loans from somebody else, he will again make you a slave. So history repeats itself is what I'm saying. Today I'm going to read you what's going to happen. But Pravda is very concerned in their articles on the Internet and their news that they're talking about uh, they are very concerned, and their articles talk in a very disturbing way, not about us as people in America, but the West or American policy, which we know isn't run by the people of the U.S. It's run by a bunch of idiots, run, which are dictated to by a bunch of Edomites. So here, let me read you some of their thoughts. This is from Pravda. The West has declared war on Russia. The ultimate goal of the United States of America is to destroy Russia. Well, let me say this. If this ever gets to Russian diplomacy and ears, we the people don't want that. It's the idiots in Washington that have stolen our country away from us, that have done this. The Americans already consider plans about the neutralization of the nuclear potential of Russia. The plan is to strike a blow that would behead Russia. But plan B is to destroy the launcher, the president of the Academy of Geopolitical Problems, has uh I mean back up and say this better. Plan B is to destroy the launchers for the nukes. The opinion of president of the Academy of Geopolitical Problems in Russia, and his name is Konstantin uh, Sivkov, Sivkov. His views, he shared his views about the developing standoff between Russia and the West. Here's what he said American politics have committed a variety of crimes. He didn't say problems, he said crimes. Will anyone be held accountable for those crimes? Well, that's exactly what we, the people, would like to see. And I'm telling you, Professor, we would love to see them held accountable for these crimes. We'll help you. So if you want to come in here and give us some cash so we can turn some of these boys that are 35 loose and get them organized so that we don't have to work and we can put them on this. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Folks, in every successful revolution, you have to have the military and you have to also have external countries help you. But this time, this time, history will repeat itself because the Bible said it would happen, and we will not get our country back. <clears throat> Is America your country? Is America the nation you want to live in? Is America the kind of place that you would be happy to be part of the rest of your life. And, well, no, not no, I don't know anybody like that. But the crimes for America, we agree with Russia, are the same ones you have listed. And so here's what they say, the crimes. In Iraq, about a 1,200,000 people have been killed. Will they ever answer for that?
0: And that's just the start.
1: In addition to, this is a quote, in addition to carrots of consumption, they use sticks in America at a much greater extent. (laughs) The penal system in the United States is very strong. Do you know there are more prisons than
0: there are schools in America? Isn't that just, it's unfathomable.
1: This professor says America is going to decay. And here's what he said. Suffice it to recall the recent scandal about the soldier who allegedly shot Osama bin Laden. See, he knows he wasn't shot. Well, that's not even the point. Pay attention to the last speech from the Chief of Staff of the Russian Armed Services, General Gerasimov. His speech was nothing but a de facto recognition of the fact that the West had declared Cold War on Russia. I want to remind you that in 1949 it was not the USSR but the West that had started the Cold War. Actually, he's correct. But who's in charge
0: of the West? Who's, who do you think's in charge of it? Oh, boy. Incredible. It was the West that started the Cold War. It was the West that did World War II.
1: It was the West that, guess what, built the Iron Curtain. It was the West that sent Jews from New York with money from the Fed to
0: start a communist revolution in Russia. He's right. Another quote here.
1: There are many reports saying the United States has been seriously preparing for war against Russia And they're going to plan on using thousands of cruise missiles. I found out the production of cruise missiles is out the
0: roof. Unbelievable. This is a problem,
1: a serious problem. And here's what he says. We are entering a wartime, being in a ca- catastrophic situation. Extraordinary measures sh- should be taken, by Russia, he means. If these me- measures are not taken, our country will be defeated very quickly. The only thing that holds back the West today is nuclear capability, meaning we can't do any other kind of fighting. Nevertheless, this nuclear potential can be neutralized. A modern war against Russia will be carried out the way it can be done, the way it will be done in the Ukraine, Libya,
0: Syria, Egypt, and Iraq. They believe that it's going to
1: happen. Here's another article. Is America preparing for war with Russia in 2015? And in December, it says, President Obama signed the Ukraine Freedom and Support Act of 2014, which initiated sanctions on Russia, and that's the exact one I was talking about that said, if they don't go with the sanctions, then we have the, quote, right to go to war. For crying out loud, who gives a rip what Russia's doing? They haven't taken any countries. And, you know, the liberal or idiots or people of Jewish descent are likely going to say something like, um, uh, well, they took Crimea. They took Crimea. <laughs>
0: Incredible, huh? Incredible. <sighs> Here's what's going to happen, folks. Let me now go to some scripture.
1: And this is really serious. Like I was saying, we see history repeated all the time. In Deuteronomy 26, it tells us this. It's pretty scary. A nation of fierce countenance is going to uh, attack Israelites. Now, folks, why do we have this narrative talking about us in America? Because, folks, we're the largest collection of Israelites left in the world right here in America. And So let me read to you Deuteronomy 28.43.
0: The stronger that is within
1: thee, meaning Israel, shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Why? Well, basically because one of the things that they were, we were told in, in this time frame, in these writings, was to not let anybody lend us money. Because we would become their slave. So what did we do? Andrew Jackson, for the for the uh, for the Israel for Israel's sake, got rid of the central bank. He says, "I killed the central bank." If you remember the Boston Tea Party, Samuel Adams, he said he hoped that the supreme being above the skies
0: would let Israel. Go free. But
1: there is an there is an enemy inside the U.S. Verse 44, He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him, and he shall be, what? Head. And thou shalt be the tail. And because of that, folks, for now a hundred years, we have been subjugated, and we've been pillaged, raped, and plundered, and told it's all our fault if there is any problems. 45 says, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkened not the voice of, Well, guess who? 49 says, The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth. Do you know what the ends of the earth are? Well, don't look east and don't look west, because the west and the east... There's no end to it, right? They go around and around. You can keep going east. But guess what? There is an end to the north, and there is an end to the south. So if you're looking to f- for a nation that is in the end of the earth, what nation is that? Are we talking about Canada? Are we talking about the Antarctic? There's nobody down there. What nation are we mything off? What nation are we making an enemy that's going to end up attacking us? It says right here that it's going to be from a far away. Well, far away to Israel is not, you know, the land of Israel over there in that dirtbag place. That's not far from Russia. It really isn't. You and I could get in cars and trucks and tanks and be down there in, I don't know, a few hours. I mean, that's nothing. Far means maybe having to swim big oceans and float big boats and get an air. I mean, that's far. From the end of the earth, see, we're talking about a long
0: ways off. Here's some more of it. And as swift as an eagle flieth,
1: a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Well, I don't know anybody that understands Russian. I learned Romanian, but that's not Russian. It says, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard a person of the old, nor favor give favor to the young. In other words, they're going to kill anybody that is too young to fight and too old to fight. Verse 53, it says, Thou, thou, us, Israel, because we're falling apart, they're attacking us, and everything's being destroyed. We're going to come to nothing here, folks. It's going to be economic collapse and then attack. Here's what it says thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body it says here cannibalism's going to start in can you believe it Israel that means cannibalism in America is going to happen the flesh of thy sons and the flesh of thy daughters which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the swiftness wherewith the enemy shall distress thee. Now, a lot of people say, man, that's about a long time ago. I said, before we started, history repeats itself. Do you think that the Father says, oh, you can go off and wander about and worship all the idols you want, like football or whatever, the money system, and you can go ahead and Do what I told you not to do in a verse above and get loans from them. You'll be okay this time because, gosh, I've changed. I'm not the God I used to be. I'm just a really easygoing guy. And I like to see you get in trouble. And I like to see you turned into slaves. No, he doesn't change. I was being sarcastic. So, if we are going to be doing what ancient Israelites did to get, you know, in trouble? Why would we not get in trouble? This is what's going to happen to us. You know, when they, Israel, in the Old Testament, back then, got in trouble, their enemies didn't come from the north, not the far ends of the north. They came from the east. They may have come in the north. You know, end of Israel, but they weren't marching from the North Pole.
0: (laughs) Doesn't this worry you
1: that we're talking about a battle soon coming that will put us in hand to hand combat? Washington's third vision. And there will be, basically this means there's going to be no food. Why do you think I'm trying to get food to people? Let me tell you, people, I can make money doing other things, a lot more money. But that's not my calling. I'm here
0: to make sure we're ready. I've been called to tell you. I'm not a pastor. I'm a messenger, and you need to get ready Oh, are you ready, man? Here's what you do.
1: A lot of people say, Well, you'll never get ready. you're right. You cannot
0: stock enough stuff." To
1: make it. You can't. Noah didn't build an ark to last for a long time either. The father had to intervene to make the, floor, the flood a certain length of time because Noah was not provisioned for any longer. Did you ever think about that? Stuff was going to run out in the ark. Now, could the father go ahead and give him some stuff? Of course he could. But how did he intercede? Well, he made sure the floods receded and that he got off the boat in time to get provisions restocked. Does that make sense? The father just wanted Noah in fear, it says. He built the ark. The father wants you in fear to respond
0: because you believe and your faith brings you salvation. And as you begin to
1: express the fact that you believe that we're going to have these shortages and that the enemy is going to try and take it all away from us, and you start stocking up, the Father will make sure the provisions are enough because you were obedient in just trying. He's pleased if you try to stock up. He's pleased that you are trying to get ready. He knows you can't stop the world. He knows we can't fight those that will be assigned to judge Israel. In other words, his protective hand is gone. His protective hand is gone. Did you know the Bible says the law is weak? Everybody says obey the laws, obey the laws. Do you know the law, it says in Scripture that the law is weak? You know why?
0: Because it doesn't bring us anything. Before I get into that, I want to go to Isaiah 5.
1: Isaiah 5, folks. You go to Isaiah five twenty six. Here's what it says. And he will lift up an ensign to the nations from far, and will hiss unto them from the end of the earth. Hiss. Do you know what hisses? Do you know what kind of
0: animal hisses? From the end of the earth, and behold, they will, sh- they will come with speed sh- swiftly. We were in Deuteronomy. Golly, it sounds just like the same thing as it
1: was in Deuteronomy, but we're in Isaiah, I mean. Wow. I wonder if we're getting an account of what's to come. None shall be weary, meaning this group that's going to come upon us from afar, and behold, they shall come fast. None shall be weary, nor shall they stumble, nor shall they slumber or sleep, neither shall, they, shall the girdle of the loins be loose. In other words, they're not going to undo their belt. They're going to be ready for business. Their latchet or their shoes will not be broken. They're tied. They're ready to go. They don't have loose, open shoes with their pants hanging down off their butts like the black people do. They couldn't fight a war if they had to in those clothes, could they? Whose arrows are sharp and their bows are bent. Bent means bent back with a bow with an arrow in it, ready to shoot. Their horses' hooves shall be counted like flint and their wheels like a whirlwind. Now the wheels like a whirlwind is a code, so to speak. Do you remember not too long ago, well, I should say, one of the speeches by one of our presidents? Do I even have to say who it was? He said, there's a whirlwind in the storm. He said it in a speech. There's a whirlwind
0: in the storm. Do you know what a whirlwind is? They're demonic.
1: Their roaring shall be like a lion. They shall not roar like young lions. Hmm. Wait a minute. I read that wrong. They shall roar like young lions.
0: They shall lay hold of prey, and they will carry it away. Wow. Wow. So that sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? But that's not all. (laughs) Let's look at Ezekiel. Let's look at
1: these whirler winds or whatever it is. Ezekiel 1.19, And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. These wheels in the whirlwind are connected that
0: we just read. They're connected. Folks, we are facing some Horrible times ahead. Horrible times. The enemy has got us right
1: where they wanted us. Right where they wanted us to be. We can't fight back because what we want to fight back needs, guess what, some kind of money. But you know what? It really doesn't. All we need is something that we can all agree upon to exchange, um, exchange among ourselves. But the problem is, if you're a merchant, how do you pay the people that supply you at the merchant with things that you and I will agree to pay on with script? The problem isn't usually you and I doing business together. It's getting the stuff from outside of our Salt Mall community into us. So that's why you have to have a nation. Some people are farmers. Some people are doctors. Some people are mechanical people. Some are manufacturing stuff. Some are steel
0: workers.
1: How in the world did you ever stop and think about this? What came first, money or the steel mill? The metal forges to make the money? How did they pay for them if they didn't have money first? It's kind of the chicken or the egg problem. Here's what it was. Basically, people were fed to go do a job to get ready to make something. And so they gave them the food before they made it. So they got at least a place to live and food in their stomachs while they went out and created something to melt metal in. And while they were doing, before they were even doing that, people were paid and fed and a place to stay and clothes while they dug up the metals to make the money. In other words, we have to trust somebody first. Let me ask you this. How many of you can you know, do your job and, and uh, do enough farming to feed you and a whole bunch of other people at the same time? Not very many people can do that. Oh, it takes a lot of land. It takes a lot of uh, time. And it's not possible today because they've tried to get the pay down so low from work that you have to spend all of your time working to make ends meet. All of your time has to be spent to make ends meet. They've stolen your time. Do you know they talk about Tax Freedom Day Is May or used to be May? Now it's moved into June. But see, that's five months of the year you work for some kind of taxes. That used to not be the case. Did you know in the Middle Ages, even though they call it sometimes the Dark Ages, and why would they call it the Dark Ages when a man could only would only need a man could work seven months out of the year? And still feed his family, and the woman wasn't working. Well, have you noticed? Seven out of twelve months leaves five months. And do you did you hear what I just said? Tax Freedom Day, the day you started working for yourself to make money, started in the sick or after the first five months. In that sick, if so, you have seven months of the year to make your money. They knew exactly how much productiveness man is capable of, and they took every bit of the extra for them, not you. So you can't go spend time with your family. You've got to work it. Then they decided to even make it worse, and they wanted to steal your family from you, starting with your spouse usually called the mother. There wasn't a civil rights movement for women to be free. That was communist, Bolshevik, Jewish lies. It was to take an entire new group of people into the corporate world so they could lower the pay rate. They keep complaining, they being women our pay is lower, our pay is lower, of course your pay is lower because when you flooded the supermarket full of jobs, as I call it, the supermarket, with labor, they're not going to hire you for more money or the same money because guess what, you're not experienced. The only way they would even think of hiring you is to say, I think you could do the same job, but we're not going to pay you as much. Either take it or leave it. They had no, they industry had no reason to hire women unless they hired them for less. And that's what caused money, values, and pay for men to drop after that social era ended. Now the workplace is about 50-50, believe it or not. And many people, all, many, many, many middle class people, all of the family, well the mother and the husband, the father and the mother are working. Now that they absorbed and have taken all those people's time, they've run out of cheap labor. So guess what they're doing now? They're bringing in the foreigners for that labor. This is this is civil rights, women's movement 2.0 going on right now. They want more cheap and more cheap and more we're not supposed to deal with foreigners. We were supposed to make our own food. We were supposed to do whatever we needed in our own nation called Israel to make whatever we needed to supply our own needs. We weren't supposed to get loans from foreigners. We absolutely weren't supposed to charge interest. But we have forsaken his ways, and because of it, there's a, there is literally an economic
0: consequence And that means slavery, economic slavery. And it's about ready
1: to bring us to the extreme bottom of the pit economically. But before that happens, they want to take control of a country which is fighting all of these policies that have brought us to the pit, all of these policies of our country that we have, killing babies, murdering them before they're born, having them lend us money, causing us not to have a choice that we not work, Are women, if they want to stay home with the family, it's almost impossible. Anybody that stands against that, say, for example, Putin, that says sex outside of a man and a woman is against the law, period, end of story, there will not be any gay parades, too bad, so sad, go to America, go to Israel and have your gay crap. In the meantime, your bank, the bank, by the way, he is trying to remove that central bank. That's why he started the brick stuff. You can only do it a step at a time. Any more aggressive and it could have collapsed and he could have lost control of the country. Now he's taking on the GMO monster of the world called Monsanto. Have you ever heard how they go plant GMO crops next to a guy that's just a regular farmer, and then the seeds fly over the road and go to the edge of the field of where this other farmer is, and they swear, they sue him for, guess what, for farming GMO crops because they're patented. You can't have them. He didn't want them in the first place. But they can't get out of it. See, here's the problem: there is no law saying Monsanto, you can't control your product. You are the person that's guilty, but nobody is going to say it because their buddies are all the are all all these Jew people are running the courts. They're running Congress. They're running the Senate, and we've lost our nation. It's going to hell soon. Russia thinks they're going to be attacked in 2015 physically. And here again, let me tell you this. The price of oil is going to go down and down and down. And you're going to hear some bizarre statements from Saudi royalty or princes saying, are you crazy? The price of oil isn't going down because we're trying to fight Russia. You mean to tell me we're supposed to listen to a prince because, well, first of all, he's never done a day's work in his whole life. If he ever went to college, they paid him to stay out of trouble. And they paid for him to get a degree. And the colleges just loved it because guess what?
0: They got the money. Please, here's what I'm trying to say. Get ready.
1: Because it's an act of faith and you will please the father and he will see to it that if you are earnestly not just say, God, I'm going to go to Walmart and buy me a can of beans. They bless me and make sure that's enough to get me through. He doesn't, that's not, that's not faith. You've got to actually start saying how do I get there, and what can I afford to do to get there? Do I quit going to uh, shows and movies? Do I, do I
0: quit going golfing? Do I have to give up my vacation? Maybe you do.
1: And maybe you have to sell your clubs. And maybe you need to quit paying those green fees. And maybe you need to step back out of the beast, and get ready because the time is coming
0: really soon, folks. Tomorrow I'm going to share with you about the fact that the law is weak and the law won't help you. And I'm going to give
1: you a hint. Do you remember when they for fight fighting and uh, Moses had a, a rod and he was holding it up? And he would hold it up and Israel was winning. And then as he started to drop his arms, Amalek would win, was, would, would start getting the edge. And then when he raised the rod back up Israel, do you know what the rod represents, folks? The law And that's a picture of the fact that the law is weak. Oh, you can do good things for a little while, but you're weak. You're weak. The only man that wasn't weak, that touched this planet, was the Son of God, the Father's Son. He was the only one, the only one, that could meet the law. And I'm going to tell you, oh, well, you know, we're supposed to obey the law. You, why, if, if Israel was able to do the law, why were there sacrifices all the time? Because they couldn't meet the law. That's why the law is weak. But there were two people that came and helped Moses raise his arm up so that Israel could win. And I'm going to tell you why symbolically that is an addition to the law, the helper to the law, so that the law doesn't go away, but that we can eventually win this battle that we're fighting here on this planet. So tomorrow I'll be covering that. So you'll want to join me because it's going to cover. we're going to cover Led Zeppelin and Manly P. Hall, and we're going to talk about the New Agers and all kinds of weird stuff. So make sure you uh, you join me. If you don't mind, I'm going to take a, a little bit of a late break. I usually take it at the top of the hour. We've been going about an hour and a half, and then we'll be right back. And of course, you're listening to the Waterman files. I'm glad you're here, and uh, we're getting people now listening more and more. And I appreciate you sending them here to help us get this covenant thing going. Okay, we've got to get ready. In the meantime, um, let's uh, let's take a break. I'll be right back. I hope
2: he's listening to this. We've been fighting a long time, and we've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. Are not alone. We are in this together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Grundcriff, you are not alone. Ground- you are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. We, we are in, in this together. together.
1: Welcome to the Waterman Files. An unexplained urgency? If so, you may be part of the remnant being called into the wilderness. Welcome to the Waterman Files. I, uh, I hope you understand what I mean by the wilderness. Uh, we have a lot ahead of us. There is no perfect person on the planet. There is no perfect president, ruler, king. There is no perfect nation. The only king we should want is the Father's Son. The only kingdom we should be seeking are the two that's mentioned in Scripture, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. And you can't get the kingdom of heaven without first going through the kingdom of God. We are, in the last days, we are those that you might call that remnant group of people that will be facing the final judgment on the nation of Israel its last time. Its last time, folks. It's coming up, and it's us. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: The focus is our heart and
1: our brothers and our sisters. That's where we should be focused. Just know that, you know what, I don't want to be any more part of any nation because they're just all scumbaggy. <laughs> the United States has completely fallen apart morally. It doesn't does America support your belief system? Does does America treat your Creator, your Father, that of the United? Does he create? Does he get the respect from America that he deserves? Does he get it? No. Yeah, and he. Here's the deal. He's basically. It's not like he. Here's what he says. Look, if that's the way you want to be, I'm not going to change your mind because the thing that he has is this, I will not interfere with your free will. If you want to choose to live a world in a world or a nation or a universe without me, so be it. I will eventually make it happen for you. Can you imagine trying to f- survive in some kind of place, Without the Father, what would it be like? Incredible thoughts there. They can get pretty philosophical. How can you have a place without him creating it? Exactly. (laughs) You know, a lot of people have asked the question, why is Lucifer still alive? Why is he still alive? I mean, why... You know, when he fell, why didn't they? Uh, why didn't he just take the 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 Satan fly swatter and kill him like a fly? And boom, it would have been over. Well, he, he would have had to swat a whole bunch of flies. <laughs> About a third of heaven went right. Why didn't he take the God fly swatter and just smack? It would have been over. Here's why. Because they were found judged, they were judged, they were found guilty, they were on, so to speak, um, <clears throat> leave. And basically, here's what the father said. He said, look, guys, all you guys that have, you know, don't want to be with me, look, if you want to, go on off. I'm going to just give you this One last uh, roundup for you. Just go on out there on your own and do your God thing. If you want to be God, go do it. But you aren't going to play with my dirt. That's part, you see, Satan, of being a God. You have to create your own dirt, your own sandbox to live with. You have to create your own world. That's God, as soon as you do that, we'll have like I've always said, God tea together, man, we can talk about all kinds of problems it's like to be God. You know, Lucifer isn't made one thing now, one thing has he ever created. I take that back; he's created a lot of chaos. <laughs> <clears throat> He is a father. You know Lucifer is the father, and the thing that he's most known to be father of is the father of lies. Lucifer, Satan, the old dragon, that list that goes on and on, will attack the remnant. Here's what the judgment against Lucifer, the fallen angel, the, big, the, the, the guy that was in charge of all these other dudes, other fallen angels, the father told him this, you're tried, you're found guilty, and guess what? I'm going to assign somebody to destroy you. And that person is going to come from a woman. See, that's why when he heard that, he goes, Uh oh, so the guy that's going to kind of destroy me, throw me out, whatever. I mean, he was kind of like, now he's kind of like uh, walking between the, the courtroom and the jail with the bailiff, you know. And as he's walking out, uh, the judge says, Yeah, you're going to be killed and destroyed. By somebody, and so when he got uh, to go have uh, his last thirty days of visits before he goes to prison, so to speak, he decides to create hell for that woman that's going to have the child king that's going to destroy him. Because if he could destroy that, that, then he could keep from being destroyed himself. And, of course, he did. He murdered the Son of God, the Father's Son. But guess what? (laughs) It's it's a pretty incredible feat that occurred upon the cross because actually Christ came up from the grave, of course, and said, Touche, I've got you now. I've got you now. And so we're going to talk uh, tomorrow about what Christ did, what the law couldn't do, and how Lucifer lost the war. But before he gets delivered, and we get delivered, (laughs) before... Lucifer gets delivered to his destination and before we get delivered from the hands of these reptilian edomite Jewish nephilim the seed of Satan people before then there's some things that we have to go through and it's coming upon us really really soon <laughs> How many of you out there have been running into stuff as you started started to study who you were and you run into a bunch of people and you go to a website and it's a bunch of black people saying they're Israelites? <laughs> how how many of you ran into those those guys? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Get this. You'll have somebody like Jim Baker. He's back. Oh, he's like, back. I'm back. I'm Jim Baker, the guy that got thrown in jail. Remember, I'm back. I'm selling all kinds of stuff now. And I guess what? I have this Jewish rabbi come on and talk. Uh, Either you're a. How can you be a Jewish rabbi and a Christian? That's what this guy claims to be. Okay? How can you be both a rabbi and a Christian. Isn't that an oxymoron? Hello? You're either not a rabbi and you're some other belief system, or you're not. You're not both. Well, the only ones that can do that, of course, are them. That's why they started the Catholic Church. The Catholic
0: Church was never a Christian church. Don't even go there with me. It never was. It's been my pleasure being with you this uh, this afternoon.
1: I hope all is well for you. I hope that you prepare. Get ready. Wednesday, we'll be back. And uh, it will be the same time, 5 p.m. How many of you are ready? How many of you are ready? First thing we've got to do, folks, is to get spiritually ready is to believe that there is something coming. Second, to be, to respond to this getting to this belief that we have something coming means to act upon it. And then we do something. And what we do is prepare best we can. We prepare all of our needs, everything. The thing that we must understand that we're going to prepare for, and what I'm talking about, is physical. It's a physical preparation. It's the kingdom of heaven. The physical preparation. Are you spiritually ready? I hope so. I think you are. So let's, as remnant people, get ready for the physical war so that we may not be the ones eating our young.
0: Isn't that a horrible curse? I'll talk to you Wednesday.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you.